Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. Boy, we have a barn burner today. Uh, you know, I was doing research on this whole RSV COVID thing and uh, COVID vaccine thing, and it led me down a rabbit hole that was really valuable. And I cannot wait to tell you guys about the shedding, about the transmissibility of the vaccines, about the fact that this may well be poisoning people who didn't get it, about the cancer about all these different things. There's so much that we found out, and it's indisputable. I've got FDA documents, loads of them, loads of them. Uh, it's amazing how much you can read uh, in a day when you're motivated to do so. But it takes a little bit of time to find some of this stuff, right? you, you got to do some work to get those stuff because they hide it. So uh, huge stuff there. Before I get to that, uh, let me, uh, we, we've got to open with, you know, the most important question of the day. Uh, producer Andrea. Uh, what are your pronouns for the day? I mean, we oh have goodness. to, the DEI initiative is critical. I take it real serious. You know, are, are you, are you a, 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 a shim today or, <laughs> or a Z? Or I'm still a, really, I'm still really stuck on the, I, I always start with the, the gender dictionary here. Well, you should. I mean, the gender yeah. dictionary is critical. You got to know all 74 options so you can pick mm -hmm. the correct one. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I, so, so this one's kind of interesting. It's um, number thirty-two on the list. Hmm. It's burst gender. Burst Fre gender. Frequent bursts of intense feelings quickly move to the initial calm stage. How is that a gender? What? I'm very it, confused. It, it. That's okay. You're burst gender today. We're going. I'm with burst that. gender. <laughs> I mean, that's how you, and I have listen. frequent bursts of intense feelings that quickly move to the initial calm stage. I really wonder what the room was like when they were putting these together. Like, who were the masterminds that sat and really flushed these out? But there's girl flux, too. The individual girl. identifies themselves as a female, but with varying intensities of female identities. Okay. Are you girl flux or are you birth gender? <laughs> I mean, we, I, I don't know. Um I got to know how to address you. And, and, oh, yeah, this one's comment. even better. This is good. This is good. Mirror gender. Sorry, this will be my last one. Number 71. Changing one's gender type based on the people surrounding. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's, the way, I mean, we, we so certainly want just... peer pressure to determine your gender. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So. Uh, this is important, folks. This is what mm -hmm. they're teaching your kids in public schools. Yeah. This is what they're teaching them. So, anyways, uh, all right. So, we're going, so you're mirror gender, gender today? Yeah, if I'm mirror gender, then I'm and I'm in front of you, then I guess I'm a, a caveman, a Viking, with a with an axe. <laughs> so, so as a mirror gender, she's a, a producer. Andrea today, as part of our DEI initiative, yeah. is a, a Viking caveman with an axe, mirror gender person, because apparently that's what I am. All right, all right. See um, how I see how the mirror gender works good for the the DEI, yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's important. It's important. We got a comment from Howie Brown. By the way, we're looking at comments. We're watching comments. Uh, I asked him about shedding and COVID shots. And yes, you do have to worry about it. And I'm going to explain this to you in a minute. Uh, this isn't a uh, maybe. This is a just, I'm going to show you what they got. I actually have it. We're going to put it on screen. Um, so yeah, yeah. And by the way, share this out there. This shedding thing is a real big deal. It's a real big deal. 
And the fact that no one's really hit this as, as hard as they ought to have is, is shocking to me. Um, I want to put this out there, and I'm hoping that McCullough and uh, some, of, some of the scientists out there will, uh, will dig into this a bit because, uh, you know, again, I can read to you what, I, what I've got here, but we need some real investigation into this, and I don't think there's any question about what's going on. Um, before I do, let me share with you a very, very important uh, thing. We have, we have the Who, right? Our, everybody's favorite, The Who. And uh, the, the Who, you know, no one wants these COVID vaccines. They're killing everybody. Everybody knows it. And so they want to really move this. And we've talked a lot about our food supply and the dangers to our food supply and mRNA in our food supply and the fact that they're moving these gene therapies into the food supply. It's happening. It's happening, folks, okay? This isn't disputable. We've got the documents. It is absolutely happening. Our food supply is a disaster. And in the United States, just as a reminder, and this I can tell you because I am a lawyer, it is absolutely clear there is a loophole in the federal law that allows for organic food to be labeled organic after being after gene therapies are, are included in it, right? So you can give a gene therapy to a cow and still call it organic. Let me uh, let me show you this. This is uh, uh, Tedros from the Who, uh, and I'm going to let him speak for himself here. I want you to hear. Our food systems are harming the health of people and planet. Food systems contribute to over 30 percent of greenhouse gas emissions. What the hell? Are you... And account for almost one third of the global burden of disease. Transforming food systems is therefore essential by shifting towards healthier, diversified, and more plant-based diets. If food systems delivered healthy diets for all, we could save 8 million lives per year. He's a liar. WHO is committed to supporting countries to develop and implement policies to improve diets and fight climate change. I'm therefore very pleased that over 130 countries have signed the COP28 UAE Declaration on Climate and Health. Together, we can protect and promote the health of both people and planet. This I is what you. you call a liar. Okay. All right, folks. Let me tell you what's going on here. Uh, global warming's garbage. And that's all nonsense. They're pushing you to plant-based food because they're they're modifying this, right? They've got GMO plants. You can eat your lettuce and get vaccinated. We we already seen that. I've I've provided the documents. I've provided the evidence. There is no question that they can engineer food to modify your genes. It's a little bit trickier with animals when you give them an mRNA injection, but it can be done there too. And and uh, C. Roberts asked, you know, can you destroy mRNA via cooking? No, you can't. And messenger RNA, you can, but understand that they are specifically designing these gene therapies in ways that are meant to survive digestion and cooking. So the idea that, that, and here's how they do this, right? So the fact checkers want to talk about messenger RNA. They always talk about mRNA as messenger RNA, COVID, and they'll say, if you watch the fact checkers, oh, COVID vaccines won't survive uh, this because they're made on messenger RNA. And they'll talk specifically about COVID vaccines. They'll talk specifically, but understand this. 
COVID vaccines are just one of the multiple gene therapies. They run under a whole ton of different names, whether they're, it's mod RNA, whether it's SARNA, RNAi, various DNA, all these different things are vaccines. And they're specifically engineering these to survive digestion and cooking. Okay, so the answer is, uh, can you destroy mRNA? Well, if it's messenger RNA, then yes, you potentially could. But that's not what this is. These are specifically designed, engineered, uh, synthetic gene therapy technologies that are created so that they get in your belly and into your system. That's how it works. That's how it's designed. That's how it's structured. And again, there is a loophole in the Organic Food Act that allows specifically for you know vaccinated meat to, to get around this and still be labeled organic. So anyways, this is a disaster. The food supply, to my mind, is not safe and it's not going to be safe until we close that loophole. And uh, this is an awful, awful thing, folks. It's awful. And again, none of this is speculation. I have literally published on my Substack over and over different things showing this. These studies, this data, this is not speculation. It can be done and is being done. Uh, the only thing that, that we don't know is what, what effect it's having because they're lying about it. Okay, so, you know, the lies are really the big issue. And, you know, you got to ask yourself. So uh, my friend Holly Jones is going to reintroduce the uh, transparency bill for, for the food supply this, this session. And the real question would be why you wouldn't want, why you would oppose that. Why would anybody oppose making sure that people know uh, that, that the food supply uh, you know, can affect your genetics. I mean, this is a big deal, right? So uh, this is a huge deal. Someone asked a really important question. How is this information helping, just depressing, nothing? Well, let me explain to you something. We're going to, uh, we're going to push legislation. There's the, and we're, you know, we're going to do everything we can do on this. But I'm going to tell you that legislation doesn't pass without people getting active, right? Without people doing things, without people pushing. If people don't push, it doesn't happen. So we've got to educate people. It's the first part of lawfare. If people aren't educated, the litigation, legislation don't matter. They just don't go anywhere. So it's critical that people know it. That's why we're educating people. And by the way, when we pushed this legislation out last year, it went from a small thing to something that uh, you know, was well known around the planet. A lot of people were hearing about this. So you, there's a method to our madness. We're trying to get the word out, trying to make sure that information goes out there. And it's not just here. I mean, I go on a lot of shows. I go on a lot of places. I talk about this. But that's the reason we do it. Because if we don't make people aware and make sure that they're active and pushing for legislative change or, you know, for litigation, then none of these things occur, right? So it's necessary to get people aware. So that's the food supply, right? That's the food supply. It's a disaster. It's getting worse. And, uh, you know, now they're trying to tie it in with climate change because these guys are hell-bent, hell-bent uh, on, on the uh, getting these gene therapies into our bodies and pushing this climate change, all this nonsense. All right. Um, someone I see posted something about uh, organic, uh, the organic label on appeal. Just for anybody that doesn't know, appeal is a uh, spray that they're putting on a lot of organic foods and a lot of other fruits, vegetables type things. Um, 
this is a very, very, very important thing. Now, we have not been able, I have not yet been able to find the connection on this, but I know Gates really pushed this appeal stuff. I know that some of the compounds in appeal are very suspicious, looking like adjuvants. The thing that I don't know, here's what I suspect, and this is speculation, folks. This is absolutely speculation, but it's speculation based on some education. Uh, I think that there's some, probably some sort of a relationship between the genetic modifications that they're making to these vegetables and these plants and the, the organic compounds and non-organic compounds, inorganic compounds that are in this appeal stuff. Um, we, there's some really peculiar things. I talked to some doctors and chemist type people, uh, and you know, they, they said that, you know, this seems like a reasonable assumption to them. We can't prove it yet. Here's what we can prove though. Uh, shedding, shedding. So you, you remember when the vaccines first came out, the COVID vaccines, you remember, Andrea, you remember this, right? So the, the vaccines first come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys, these guys, you, you remember all the reports we were seeing on social media about, you know, like little girls, like four or five year old girls who didn't get the vaccine suddenly having a period mm-hmm. or, you know, these just strange effects. You remember oh, yeah. that? Well, a lot of people, I mean, even in my immediate circle, there were people in my life that said that they were starting to have menstrual changes after their spouse got the vaccine, even if they hadn't got the vaccine. So, that's that's kind of something that I keep going back to is this was real people, blue collar people that don't necessarily follow all of this and don't even know a lot about it that were reaching out to me because they knew um, I was doing a lot of research in the subject and saying, I've been feeling this and I've been seeing this and I have loved ones that are going through this. So these are real life markers, you know, people being affected by shedding. Um, but then just bringing up the word shedding in the beginning made us all really crazy conspiracy theorists. I mean, the the yeah. attacks that Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has been under, the attacks that mm-hmm. Ryan Cole and McCullough and all these scientists have been, you know, just as soon as we said the word shedding, it was, blah, 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 blah. You're crazy. Oh, yeah. And and what you're going to reveal today is going to show that that word shedding is part of their research years and years and years and years ago about these vaccines. It's actually a real thing. Oh, we yeah. didn't make it up and we, we are living it. We are living it. People are feeling the effects of shedding. This is not conspiracy theory. No, it's not at all conspiracy theory. And in fact, uh, so, you know, I mean, we're going to show you exactly how we get there. Right. So I'm going to show you, uh, I want to pull this up. Where, where'd I have this? Um, I posted, uh, recently, the, the, a link to uh, some of the different things showing the the vaccine manufacturers themselves, Pfizer and Moderna, have actually stated openly in their SEC filings that uh, the COVID vaccines and mRNA are considered gene therapy jabs. Right? These are these are gene therapy products. They admit that. Right? So we've got. Uh, all sorts of people that are that are you know arguably uh, or that are arguing that these are you know these aren't gene therapies these aren't gene therapies but we've got the I post and you can go to my Twitter feed and you can find it uh, it's there the, Pfizer themselves and Moderna themselves have admitted these are gene therapy jabs they just are okay now I can explain that and I'm going to explain that here in a minute 
But with that in mind, I want to show you guys this. If you look here, you see the March 2015, determining the need and for and content of environmental assessments for gene therapies, vectored vaccines, related recombinant viral or mycobial products. That's it, right? So all of these different things are, when they talk about mRNA, there's just a whole bunch of different technologies and different names that they're using to talk about things that are essentially gene therapies, right? They're, they're things that modify your genetics. Now, I want to go through, and there's a couple key points that I want to talk about here. This is an FDA document, right? This isn't me. Um, here we start out with this. What are gene therapies? Well, gene therapies are defined by FDA guidance document titled Gene Therapy Clinical Trials, uh, dated 2006, which, by the way, um, uh, where do we have that? Um, we've got that one in here somewhere. Um, but anyways, it defined as products that uh, mediate their effects by transcription and or translation of transferred genetic material and or integrating into the host genome and that are administered as nucleic acids, viruses, genetically engineered microorganisms. The products may be used to modify cells in vivo or transferred to cells ex vivo prior to administration of the recipient, right? What does that mean in English? It means the COVID vaccines are gene therapies, okay? That's, that's what it means. Um, for purposes of this guidance, a vectored vaccine is one that uses a virus or microbe or a DNA plasmid to introduce DNA, RNA encoding for antigens in the cells of the body. Vector refers to the virus, microbe, or DNA plasmid used as a carrier. Okay. That's super important, folks. Uh, these mRNA vaccines, and now that we're seeing the DNA contamination in them and the different issues from these plasmids, these are absolutely, that's exactly what this applies for, right? Now, this document goes on and it talks about shedding as a potential issue and what sort of shedding there you need to look for um, and do you need an environment? So an EA is called, let me bring this up here. So they're, here they're talking about an EA. See an EA? How do you determine if an EA? So an EA is an environmental assessment, right? So you have to do this in certain instances. And, uh, you know, this is talking about whether or not you need an EA, an environmental assessment. And what this is about is does this stuff shed? Does it get into the environment? Does it pass from person to person? Does it flow from person to person? And it absolutely is. Now, I want to point out uh, that, that this is just the first of several. So we're going to go through several of these, right? And I'm going to make a full and complete argument about the shedding and show you how this works. But essentially, do you need to do an environmental assessment to determine whether your gene therapy or factored vaccine or related recombinant viral or microbial product is going to shed? right? Um, that's a big deal, right? Well, we'll get to the how. I see someone asking about the how. We'll get there. Um, before we do, by the way, hit share. We need people watching. We need to get this out there. Uh, you know, uh, need as many eyes on this as possible. We're really going to get into this. And we also need, I'm going to ask, I need 100,000 people, 20 bucks a month. We need to launch lawfare against all this stuff. We cannot fight this stuff without funding. You guys keep me in business. You keep the lights on. You keep everything going. Uh, I mean, it's real simple. Uh, you know, I've given everything I can give. I'll continue to, but we got to do a little bit of grifting, 
if we don't make the money to hire the people and to pay the people, producer Andrea needs a huge, huge salary for her to tolerate my, my uh, well, to tolerate me at all. So, so please help me pay producer Andrea's huge salary. Help me fly, fund lawyers and uh, these people all over the place. We need your help. TomRens.com. TomRens.com. 20 bucks a month. Please help us. Share the America Out Loud Network. Share the Tom Renz Show. Share, share, share. Help us get this out there. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Well, the Out Loud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. 
It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Back to this. So when we look at this, we see that there is, uh, you know, this, this provides some general guidance, right? But let's go down here. So this is design and analysis of shedding studies for virus or bacteria-based gene therapy and oncolytic products, right? So we have a number of gene therapy products that are now out there that are based on these, these viral factors or gene therapies, right? And they shed. If it was, if they didn't shed, they'd say, "Well, why do you need design? Why do you need a shedding study, right? Why would the FDA tell you about a shedding study if there was no risk of it, right? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. So let's scroll down here, right? And let me just get into this because this is really big. The Center for Biologics Evaluation at Cyber, right, and uh, the OCTGT." is issuing this guidance to provide you sponsors of virus or bacteria-based gene therapy products, right? VBGT, virus, bacteria-based gene therapy products, and oncolytic viruses or bacteria oncolytic products with recommendations on how to conduct shedding studies during preclinical or clinical development. Now, Pfizer was agreed to do a study based on this guidance on Comunardi, which is the same mRNA vaccine that you have in all these others, right? So these are all mRNA, or mod RNA. I mean, these are all biologics and they all fall under this. They all have the potential to shed. They agreed, Pfizer agreed in the approval letter to, to do this study. These are not cheap studies, right? So for purposes of guidance, the term shedding means release of viral bacterial genetic therapy, gene therapy, or oncolytic products from the patient through one or all of the following ways, right? Someone asked, how does it spread? Let me talk to you about this. Okay. Uh, poop, that's excreta. Secreta, which is pee, spit, snot, all those gross things. Or through the skin, pustules, sores, wounds. Now, uh, there's some debate over whether or not this could happen with sweat. But it's not described here, so that's that, right? Shedding is distinct from biodistribution because the latter describes how a product is spread within a patient's body from site of administration, while the former describes how it is excreted or released from the patient's body. Shedding raises the possibility of transmission of VBGT or oncolytic products from treated to untreated individuals, close contacts, and healthcare professionals. So this is absolutely something they knew. Someone said this is intentional, and you're damn right it is. They knew what was happening. They knew that this stuff could shed. This document is dated uh, 2015. Now, if you recall, I've, I've had testimony saying that they, knew, they already had COVID 2015 or somewhere around there, right? We also have testified in front of MTG at her hearing that the vaccines already existed. So this guidance would make total sense in light of the fact that this stuff already existed, right? Gene therapy products are all products that mediate their effects for transcription, translation of transferred genetic material, integrating the host genome that are administered as, right? 
Um, the, folks, this they're telling us right here. They knew about the potential for this to transfer. They knew that this could happen. Nonetheless, the possibility that the shed viral bacterial gene therapy or oncolytic product may be infectious raises safety concerns related to the risk of transmission to untreated patients or individuals. They knew, folks. This is just as clear as day. This whole thing. Uh, this is absolutely indisputable. Okay, so this is how the products, uh, samples that you connect, uh, collect to see whether or not it's shedding. You can do pee and spit and nasal swabs, um, you know, all sorts of different things. So they're looking at all this, and you guys can read this. I mean, we'll we'll have links up and we'll have everything up at some point. But when you look at this, uh, this is absolutely something that they knew as early as 2015. This stuff sheds. They knew. So here you've got assessing the potential for transmission to untreated individuals due to shedding. That is an open admission that when they put this product out, that there is no way the, I mean, they knew people were going to get this, this get this without informed consent. It's an admission. What information in the shedding data can be used to assess potential for transmission to unrelated patients? Uh, I mean, folks, they knew. They knew. I mean, Andrea, how are you feeling about this? How are you feeling about your kids oh. being exposed to people who got vaccinated that may be shedding this crap on them? This is one of the worst discoveries we've ever made, honestly. I mean, we've been doing research. That's why we kind of came on late today because you were, you were you know, processing this information. I mean, it's things that we know, we knew to some degree. But again, being treated the way we've been treated when we first brought up the term shedding, these guys were studying shedding on their vaccines that they did. They defined it as shedding. They also defined these vaccines as gene therapies. Yet we've been told that we are completely insane for questioning. And then there's real people who've been hurt by these vaccines. Real shedding is occurring. People are dying. And yep. we're the bad guys for raising our hand and going, hey, can we do a little bit more research into this before we continue to like forcibly vaccinate people? Now we're vaccinating babies. We're yeah. giving babies this stuff, babies. Yeah. And then on top of that, when we talk about shedding, yeah, you could never vaccinate your kids ever, ever again, but do they go to public school? Yeah. Are they, do, we can't live in a bubble. Well, and I know I know a lot of people are, you know, saying that they're frustrated over how sick and demented this is because it's like, what do you do? Knowledge is power. We have to be spreading the truth on this. They knew about this in 2015. They were experimenting they knew about on this the in 2015. Risk in this before then, and I'm going to show you that right now. You guys think this is bad? Hit share. Please hit share. This is this is just wait till you see this. You know, uh, you know, uh remember uh we're we're uh, 
and someone asks how they donate, just go to tomrens.com. There's all sorts of options to donate there, or you can go to the Rens Law, Give, Send, Go. Anything we can do, I appreciate. The more we do, the more we're going to fight. I mean, I, I fight with everything I got, by the way, uh, and I'll always do that. I mean, if I don't have any – when we don't have money, we just do what we can, and when we do have money, we do more. That's the way it works. Um, this is a mission from God for me, so – uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to do what we got to do, whether we got anything or not. It's just nice when we can buy bullets. Um, so let's, let's, uh, let me, let me one up all this because this is terrible, right? But remember, I've talked about cancer. My wife has cancer, Mm -hmm. right? Um, my wife works at a school. Uh, she volunteers there pretty much. And I, well, I don't know. She basically volunteers there. Um, and so she's around all of these little poisoned kids who get jabbed. And we've seen in the schools, and this is, uh, this is something that I, you know, I just have observed. I can't, I can't prove this. But in schools, yes, we are on Rumble, by the way. Uh, you can follow us, Tom Renz on Rumble. Um, we are in schools. And... Uh, or when, when we look at schools, we see a lot of teachers coming down with cancer. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of uh, other people coming down with cancer. And we, we hear about the turbo cancers. And they all say, turbo cancer? Oh, Ryan Cole is nuts. Renz is nuts. There's no turbo cancer, right? Well, 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 folks. Let me show you what I found here. This is from 2006. Guidance for industry, gene therapy, clinical trials, observing subjects for delayed adverse events. 2006, folks, FDA, right? Cyber, Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research. FDA, 2006. Let's scroll down to what this says, right? I'm going to come back up here, but let's go down here. Potential risks of delayed adverse events following exposure to, uh, to gene transfer technology. Subjects, study subjects exposed to gene transfer tech may be at risk of delayed adverse events as a, conso- as a consequence of persistent biological activity of the genetic material or other components of the products used to carry genetic material. The persistent biological activity may be necessary for the product to provide continuing clinical benefit. However, Persistent biological activity could have adverse effects upon normal cell function, placing subjects at risk for development of adverse events, some of which may be delayed by months or years. Remember in 2021 when I said uh, three to five years is where we're really going to see the deaths from COVID vaccines? Let's read on here. What kind of uh, delayed events could there be? Well, I'll bet you they're going to tell us. Factors likely to increase the risk of delayed adverse events following exposure to gene transfer technology include persistence of the viral vector, integration of genetic material in the host genome, prolonged expression of the transgene, and altered expression of the host genes. Well, okay, that's the so longer it's in there, the worse it can be, right? What, well, what do we think that's going to be? And they talk about how this can happen and you know where this could be. Um, but the risk of malignant transformation is a possibility, right? Genomic DNA raises integration, raises the risk of malignant transformation. 
What? Prolonged expression of transgene may be associated with long-term risks resulting from unregulated cell growth, malignant transformation, autoimmune-like reaction to self-antigens, and unpredictable adverse events. What? What? Folks, autoimmune issues? Malignant transformation? Unpredictable? Do you know what that is? You know what that is, folks? That's cancer and AIDS-like symptoms or, or uh, you know, other autoimmune reactions. I mean, it could be all sorts of things. We don't know what it could be. Um, it could be a damage to an autoimmune system. It could be more. Uh, but, but malignant transformation, that's cancer, folks. Cancer. This is the FDA acknowledging in 2006 gene therapy can cause cancer. Here's where they say we previously we considered retroviruses to carry us the high, highest known risk because of reported case of new malignancy associated with preclinical gene therapy study. 2006, folks. 2006. Here's the definitions. Here's where they define gene therapy products, uh, gene transfer, all this stuff. Right? You can. We'll, we'll get this all out there, folks. In 2006, they knew that gene therapy drugs cause cancer or have the potential to cause transfer. They also talk about this, right? Inadvertent germline gene transfer. They talk about the fact that these, they knew that this could integrate into your cells. They knew this could be there long-term. And in fact, we have other documents that show that these guys knew they have intentionally created these different things in a way where there has been, uh, they, they they want these to stay in your cell. Messenger RNA is three days, maybe at the most. It's not messenger RNA. They used mod RNA. They used other things to make sure that this was ro- more robust and stayed in there longer. This was done intentionally. It's not. They it, we're not just talking about signals on statistics anymore. We have the signals, like Frankie said. We've seen spikes, and, and the spike. Signals. The only correlation that you can logically say with these spikes is post-vaccination. We've been saying that. But this is beyond. We have study and research now that you just exposed right here. 2006, 2015, they defined it as shedding. They defined it as a gene therapy. They told us in 2006 that it can cause cancer. It's an admission. It's an admission years before. The FDA knew this could cause cancer. They knew there would be a delayed reaction several years. They knew this whole thing. The FDA knew this. And yep, someone said Sherry Tenpenny. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I now have the documents to back her up. Mm -hmm. She knew what was happening. She was right. This is intentional and it sheds. And let me ask you something. I'm going to tell you all something. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. They've poisoned us. Did my wife get cancer because she was exposed to a bunch of little kids who shed on her? Is that what happened? I don't know. I have no idea. That's beyond my scope, and I don't have a paper on there. But how many people are getting cancer? Mm -hmm. How many people are getting cancer from these poisons, and they knew it? These bastards knew they were causing cancer. They knew that it could shed. They knew it could spread. And what did they do? What happened here? Was this intentional, folks? You're going to tell me it wasn't? How do you want to argue with me that this wasn't intentional? 
Right? How dare they say that these words coming out of our mouths years after their research were, I mean, to call Sherry Tenpenny a conspiracy theorist, she's using the term shedding. Well, shedding's part of your research and your documentation. Let me show we you aren't that. making this stuff up. They've been, now let me tie this into Operation Moonshot and their mRNA cancer vaccines. Gene therapy for cancer regulatory considerations for approval, right? Published in Nature. Talking about now, this is gene therapy for cancer, right? Right. So they're talking about it specifically for cancer. Let me shed down, go down here. Cancer CGT is cancer gene therapy products, right? Present the possibility of viral or bacterial shedding. Shedding, 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 right? Now, the cancer gene therapies will shed. There's no question about that. All of these are shedding. What's the issue here? What's going on? Are the, you know what these gene therapies are going to do for cancer? Create a new disease. There's always a new disease, right? Now, I mentioned RSV at the beginning of this, right? RSV. Yesterday, I posted a study showing some correlation. Well, remember, uh, there, there's this stuff sheds. This stuff gets out there and uh, can potentially get in the air. If you're coughing, hacking this stuff out, you're cacking this mRNA stuff into there, whatever it is that's in there, this, these gene therapy products, could that transmit? Could the viral vectors transmit? Could all these different things transmit? Of course they could. And once they get in your lung, what happens? It makes you sick. Well, that's RSV for you. I mean, is that proven? No, it's not proven. But it certainly seems suspicious to me, doesn't it, to you? These vaccines were killing machines designed and put out there with knowledge that they would spread, that they would cause cancer, that they would kill people, and it was covered up. There is no question what's occurred here, folks. No question at all. This, folks, this, folks, is the FDA proof that we need that the government colluded on this. We knew that the CIA was involved. We knew that the DOD was involved. We knew that the FDA knew these were dangerous. We knew all of this stuff. Here's the documents tying a lot of it together. You just got to keep digging, folks. We'll get it all there, right? We'll get it all there. But this is absolutely... Andrea, what do you think? Our federal government knew that they were poisoning children. They knew they were causing cancer. They knew that this was shed. They knew that innocents were getting, I mean, the Nuremberg Code. We sentenced Nazi doctors to death for poisoning people and giving them treatments without informed consent. We're going to have a, someone getting a rope? Mm-hmm. I mean. Beyond, beyond the lack of informed consent that, and you know, that I... I know, again, being part of many lawsuits on this, no one knew. No one knew what they were getting. And they were told that they had to, or they were getting a free donut or a free pizza, or they'd never be able to travel. They would never be able to participate in society if they didn't get these vaccines. And beyond that, they weren't telling the truth about any of it. There was there was, there was, was absolutely no informed consent. But like what you just showed here today is that they then shut us down, censored us from getting the truth out from Scientists, not conspiracy theorists, doctors like Sherry Tenpenny, who've been researching vaccines her entire life, doctors like Dr. Ryan Cole, we were being told that they were conspiracy theorists, 
that shedding didn't exist and we were getting censored. The amount of censorship is criminal. Yeah, it's this mind blowing. Is beyond crimes against humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they not only, so what this shows is this shows a, a conspiracy, right? This is a RICO action, action right? The racketeering corrupt organization. There is no question to my mind what's going on here. This is a RICO action that needs to be filed and it should be criminal, right? We need a state AG to step up on this. Uh, Paxton's got some interesting stuff on Pfizer. Let me, uh, let me tell you. We absolutely need to get Pfizer uh, or get Paxton on some of this other stuff. This is indisputable. And guess what? There was collusion with our federal government. They want to go after Trump for nonsense that didn't exist. What Our federal government, our bureaucrats colluded to cover up murdering people. I mean... This wasn't an accident. It's not that they didn't know. And when we called it shedding and they said, shut up, we're censoring you, you're insane. That's part of the criminality that I, I, I think gets me most fired up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I had in the very beginning of this, when I said, you know, I really don't think wearing a mask is a good idea for my children. Right. I was threatened. I had death threats, people telling me that they wanted to me to die because I was going to harm my children by not having them in a mask. Are you... I mean, the level of corruption on every front here, and like someone just said that Dr. Tenpenny was banned when she hit number one on Podbeam, the censorship, and again, we were reading off of their research in 2006 and 2015. These are their words, not ours. Nope. There's no question what's going on here, folks. No question. But let's we vaccinate the babies and the pregnant women, which we again, we've never done before. We've got, we've got the, I mean, it's their documents. What do you want me to, what can we say about this? It's probably going to cause cancer. We don't know what it's going to do and it's probably going to shed, but if you're pregnant, go for it. If you're a, a baby, why not? Let's just give it to six month olds. Like we've never done this before people never with vaccines. Have we done that? No, this was an intentional act. And you know, people always want to get to this whole, was it depopulation thing? I don't know if it was a depopulation thing, but they knew damn well they were going to kill people and they it knew they were making money like it, off of it. It doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. It sure does. You know, I mean, these people, like I said, and what the FDA knew it, but Pfizer didn't. You're going to tell me Pfizer didn't know about studying when they are about shedding when they agreed to do the study based on shedding. They agreed to a, a shedding study and the commonality approval. They knew that this was passing without informed consent. They knew what was going on here. This, folks, is huge. It is monumental. It is absolutely, folks, they have killed, maimed, and murdered. We have to get the word out, right? We can't spread this far enough. We cannot spread this fast enough. This is one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. Of all the stuff we've discovered, to see a 2006 document from the FDA talking about the potential for cancer from these. And then again, at Marjorie Taylor Greene's hearing, you exposed that they were injecting Moderna uh, COVID vaccines in our military in 2014. Yep. We have been dead on there's, with everything there, that we've is, done. This is more than just one document. This is more than one study. We're no. finding research from 2006, 2015. This is their own words. This is their own research. Well, fo remember, remember, 
you're looking when we when we put this up you see this this guidance for industry right that means that this is actively being worked on by an industry it's not something that's like a random thing right this isn't like a minor thing how about this right how about this let's go to the top guidance for industry shedding they knew they knew here we go guidance for industry delayed 2006 guidance for industry hey we know this is going to cause cancer we know it's going to cause cancer we don't give a damn who dies here's another one this one's 2016 guidance for industry i got a whole bunch more folks a whole bunch more by the way, I want to shout out to, to Short Stack herself, Frankie Rodriguez over there. Uh, yeah, we, we, I don't know if we're going to get to much of a stack of stuff today because we're kind of got a lot here. But um, going back to the year 2016, these guys were aware and with knowledge and with forethought and with everything that you would need to convict someone of murder moved ahead, pushing things out there that they knew had a real possibility of killing people without sharing. They knew that it could shed to people who didn't even know that they were getting it and that that shedding had the potential, the potential to infect someone in a way that could actually kill them. This is, this is unbelievable. Now, I will grant anybody that wants to fact check me it is, it, you know, does it, is the shedding likely? Is it guaranteed? No, no, it's not guaranteed. But there wasn't even a, it, it, we were laughed at for saying it's a possibility. They lied. They lied about this stuff. They knew they were lying over and over again, folks, over and over again. What is premeditated murder? What is it? Isn't it when you when you do something that that has a high likelihood of killing someone with with malice aforethought? You know, thinking of it ahead of time. Yeah, you know, I hate to throw out you know things like premeditated murder. I mean, it seems pretty pretty uh, pretty crazy, right? When we talk about our FDA and these different guys, what else is this? What else is this? If you know this stuff's going to cause cancer, delayed reaction, their words, not mine, folks, their words, right? Right? And their their doctors, like Dr. Uh, Judy Mikovits, too, people from the inside. I mean, even Dr. Malone, even though, you know, there's all these different voices that are, you know, people have their different theories on each one. But a lot of them say the same thing as far as those who understood this tech and were on the ground level of some of this research said it never worked. It was always dangerous. And these, these, these studies here just revealed it. Those studies that you just showed were them doing their own research saying, this is the flaw in this, this, these gene therapies. Here's the flaws. The flaws are, it kills your immune system. It causes cancer and it sheds. They admitted it, but let's, inoculate the entire population with it and just go for a wild ride and give it to children and give it to pregnant women and do it in a way that's never been done before. This technology has been around for a long time. We know that. 
We yep. knew it wasn't working. Scientists yep. came up and said, we can't give people this technology. It doesn't work. Yep. Well, this is, uh, and by the way, someone asked me about these studies. I'm going to share them. I'll get it out on Twitter later today and hopefully some other social media. I'll get as much of this out as I can get. But let me remind you, here you go. Potential risks of delayed adverse events following exposure to gene transfer technology. Malignant transformation, autoimmune-like reaction to self-antigens, unpredictable adverse events. I mean, what, what can I say? Malignancy. Malignancy. That's cancer, folks. That's cancer. They knew. And they've been coming after Ryan Cole and, and McCullen, all these guys who've talked about cancer, they've been coming after. Oh, I can't do that. You know, they it can. And they knew it. I don't care about the mechanisms. I'm not trying to be a scientist. I don't need to be a scientist. I have an admission from the FDA. You don't need to be a damn scientist to read their words, right? We have an FDA admission that this stuff has the potential to cause cancer. And guess what? We see cancer skyrocketing. There's a principle of law. It's called res ipsa loquitur, right? And uh, it's the thing that speaks for itself, right? And what do you got? You've got an FDA admission that these things can cause cancer, and then you see a huge spike in cancer. What the hell do you think's happening, folks? This isn't complicated. Now they've got Operation Moonshot so that they can give you their cancer vaccines, right? They're cancer vaccines, and those will be super safe and super effective. And have they been working on them? No, this is brand new, right? This is brand new, except for one thing. Here's here is the study talking about cancer gene therapy for cancer 2015. Right here, you see it folks? 2015. They've been working on this together for a long time. They're giving you the shot that gives you the cancer and then they're going to give you the cure for the cancer. Except for I guessing that's going to make it worse. That's going to make it worse. Are you seeing what's happening? Is this snake oil sales? Am I missing something? Folks, what is happening? We have got to get this out there. I'm urging you, please help me get this out there. It was interesting that I had a, oh, what's the what's the, the mainstream guy who, who commented on me at fact checking uh, uh, the other day? You're talking um, about? Keith Oberman or? Yeah, Oberman. Oh, yeah, Oberman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forget his name because nobody cares who he is. Oh, gosh, um, he's, he's so awful. Mainstream guy. I can't Oberman. believe anyone can actually sit and listen to that man speak. Ugh. Oberman. Hey, you want to have me on your show? Because you, you told me I don't know what I'm talking about. You want to have me on your show so we can talk about these FDA studies? Let's talk about why the FDA is talking about, or these FDA documents. Let's, let's get on there. Can you guys invite me on the show? Yeah. Let's go CNN. Let's have a talk. Let me bring some of my documents and let me uh, let's let's have this out there. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's have this conversation. CNN, anybody you want. Here's the deal. I will go on any show with any freaking lunatic out there. But the deal is no creative editing. We're either going to play it entirely or I ain't doing it because mm -hmm. I'm not going to have you guys lie. I just saw what you guys did editing out RFK. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think he said, so he said things he didn't say. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna play that game. I'll be happy to go on any show for any live view, so there's there's no editing.
And we can I'm share our documents it. and our research ahead of time. We put it on our website. We have nothing nope. to hide. You nope. can look at our research. Nope. You tell you guys go ahead and tell me why it is that the FDA has this document out, guidance for industry for, for shedding, if it's not an issue. Tell me. We need this word out everywhere. Get this shared to every influencer you can find, right? I, I don't I would love to see Rogan talking about this or Tucker or some of these guys who got huge reach. You know, I do my best to get it out there. But uh, at the end of the day, we got to get a Rogan or a Tucker or one of these guys to talk. We have so many government documents. You don't have to be a scientist to read, right? This is an admission. Got to get it out there, folks. Go to timerents.com. We need we need support. You know, this is what we do 24-7. We fight it. I mean, we're, you know, a lot of people have time off between Christmas and New Year's. We're fighting. We're working. We're getting truth. Uh Go to TomRens.com. We need 20 bucks a month from 100,000 people. We'll launch Lawfare on the largest scale anybody's ever seen. 100,000 people. That's one coffee a week, one Starbucks a week. Instead of giving liberal Starbucks five bucks, put it in the thing, give me 20 bucks a month. Help me to get enough so that I can keep fighting this, getting this out there. We just need to get the word out. We got to get as much word out as we can. Uh, we need 100,000 people, 20 bucks a month. Share the Tom Ren Show, the America Out Loud Network. Share us. Help us get the word out. Now, help us get this up. This is monumental. We've got the proof. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back soon.